Hello and welcome to Wayward Witch, a pagan podcast. My name is Miranda, and I'll be guiding you along this journey to explore non-denominational witchcraft for the modern practitioner every Wednesday. You can find us on your preferred podcast provider, or by following the links on Twitter at WayWitchCast, or on Facebook and Instagram at WayWitchPodcast. Feel free to reach out for questions, concerns, or even just to chit-chat, as I do love to hear from all of you. Let's walk this path together. Today's episode comes with a little bit of a warning, because we will be discussing a couple of root work practices. I do want to mention that today we will be having topics of animal sacrifice and drug usage. If you're sensitive to these types of subject matters, I highly suggest you just skip it, because we we don't want to generate a platform of anybody being you know, traumatized in any sort of way. Today will be a ramble cast, so I will be stumbling a little bit. I do have notes, but you know how it goes. Y'all are used to this by now. Um, So today we are discussing hoodoo, voodoo, santeria, Native American shamanism, stuff like that. Um, Kind of. (laughs) As you can see, according to the, uh, the title of this episode... I don't do hoodoo, and I'm going to be discussing why you're not going to hear a lot of that information from me. A lot of you have been asking me for tips regarding root work practices and, you know, the the voodoo traditions as well. Things like hoodoo, santeria, Native American shamanism, um, even Ozark witchcraft, which I know that I've mentioned in passing before, and a lot of you are interested in that. Um, these, These practices that y'all are asking me about pretty frequently are things like sour and honey jars, fetishes, poppets, you know, voodoo dolls, as a lot of you will call them, um, connecting with the Orishas and the, the Lawa. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Please don't be mad at me if I'm not. Um, animal sacrifice in voodoo tradition, um, smudging, which I want to clarify on that a little bit as I have before. If you are not part of Native American tradition, you are not smudging. You should be smoke cleansing. They are very different. Um, Some of you are wondering about using natural hallucinogens for ritual purposes in the same fashion as as indigenous people in the Americas and powwows. (laughs) It's it's a lot. It, It really is a lot. And there are a lot of things that I... I really cannot touch up on for you guys in, in that regard. Um, but to I'll, I'll explain that towards the end. Um, so I think first, right out of the gate, we need to, we need to understand that voodoo and hoodoo are not the same. Um, hoodoo is occultism stemming from the transatlantic slave trade and the spread of Christianity. Most root work could theoretically be viewed as Christian mysticism, seeing as most practitioners follow some sort of Christianity as the religion behind the occult workings. Um, I recently read from a couple of websites from people that are a part of the Association for Root Workers um, that most people who do practice voodoo, not voodoo, hoodoo, um, are are Baptist, which was kind of surprising to me. But I know that we have touched up before that, you know, Christianity does have its place in occultism, and this is one of those places. 
not everybody that does practice witchcraft has to be a pagan. Um, and I, I think that's a, a very large misconception. It's something that a lot of you get upset about pretty often, um, especially considering, you know, things like the, the Spanish Inquisition, um, the Crusades, the Salem Witch Trials, which, again, if you're going to use the Salem Witch Trials as a they burned my people before, um, no, no, that was that was more of of a fight against women and not against witchcraft because none of that really had anything to do with witchcraft. Maybe Tichuba, but you know it's it really read up on the history there. I might do a podcast on it eventually um, because that is a really common misconception. But regardless, Christianity does have its place. We cannot tell others how they can and cannot practice their faith, and if they want to introduce any kind of Judeo-Christian. Um, belief set into their occult workings that's entirely up to them and it's very valid in in all of these root work practices these practices are typically passed down through generations or via elders if you seek them out um, I have noticed that there are a lot of teachers that are willing to teach you but it is for a price and while I am of the belief that we should not commoditize commoditized is that a word we should not make a commodity out of our craft i do believe that whenever it comes to these particular topics that they absolutely have a right to charge um, these are very personal practices a lot of people that are doing this maybe they don't have a generation below them to teach and even then you know their time is money their time is valuable they they have a right to to kind of you know ask for monetary donations in that aspect. Um, there are a lot of resources online that you can seek out elders for this. Um, I am not one of them. <laughs> you can also not self-initiate. Um, I see this a lot. A lot of people are saying, you know, I, I practice hoodoo, you know, because I, I had this experience from a dream. So now I have this coveted title like uh, Papa or Mama and stuff like that. Yeah, no, you cannot self-initiate. Uh, you cannot simply go online, research it for a little bit and decide that you have the right to call yourself a leader of the practice without learning the proper way. Um, I am not a believer in gatekeeping. I firmly stand against it, but because of the the nature of this practice, that's one of those things that we really have to understand. It kind of goes into the hands of appropriation versus appreciation at that point. Santeria is root work that's prevalent in Hispanic culture, and to be honest, I know very little about it other than that, though I still re research into it as often as I can without with everything going on in life. I have a lot of friends who do practice Santeria that do have those roots deeply embedded in that practice, but it's not something that I'm going to go ask them, you know, up front, like, hey, how do you do all of this stuff? You know, it's, it's a very personal thing and, you know, it's, it's none of my business. I, I know that sounds a little harsh, but it, it really isn't any of my business. You know, I, I personally feel that whenever you ask somebody about how they work their faith and the, in the intricacies of it, it would be like me going up to you and asking about the size of your genitals. It's disrespectful. So what is voodoo? Um, voodoo is an actual religion with an intricate web of deities and spirits. 
Um, those deities are known as Orishas, and the spirits are, are the Lawa. I do know there's like the Gede Lawa. Um, I'm really not super educated on it. Um, I'm trying to do a blanket statement over all of this. Um, because it is so very intricate, um, and again, I'm not an expert. Um, from what I have gathered, it does stem from tribal Yoruba practices, and it was also brought over from the transatlantic slave trade, which is why it is a predominantly African-American practice. It is not a Christian faith, though there are some workings with Catholic figures like saints due to the aforementioned spread of Christianity. Um, to touch up on that a little bit, you have to understand that with, especially with the spread of slavery through the transatlantic slave trade, um, Christianity was kind of one at the end of the sword. It was, you will believe or you will die. So a lot of people that did have any kind of tribal practice or any kind of polytheistic beliefs adapted their faith into the Catholic faith as well. So there's this nice little intermingling. Um, I know that a lot of you already know that, but it, that's, that's the root of it. It was a survival tactic. Um, anyway, carrying on. <laughs> Voodoo is very complex. And this is just a super brief overview to explain that Voodoo and Hoodoo are not the same. One is a practice that goes hand in hand with Christianity. The other is a religion in and of itself. Again, just like just like hoodoo, it is not self-initiated. Um, absolutely not. You cannot just go online and go, this is what I do now. Um, you you definitely need to speak to elders in regard to to that faith set which is really easy you know you can you can talk to any elder possible most of them are very wonderful to talk to uh i do understand that some view the practices as race inclusive and to be completely honest, it's kind of their right. I can't tell them what to do, <laughs> nor would I want to. You know, it's not my place. Um, but so many of them are wanting to to spread that faith. You know, if, if we don't share our faiths with one another, then that faith will eventually die. Um, I want to say it was Friedrich Nietzsche in in his book, uh, The Gay Science, who had a character that said, Where is your God? We have killed him, you and I. Um and it's this belief set that gods will only live as long as we hold their memory. And in order to do that, um, we need to share faiths. And that's on that's in the hands of the elders of these traditions. Um, it's it's not in the hands of the internet. It's not in the hands of the self. Um, it's That's not how these things go. <laughs> um, so the... <laughs> The reason why I don't teach these practices, even though everybody seems to come to me about them, I do understand that they're super popularized right now, especially with like a lot of the, a lot of the imagery from things like American Horror Story. Um, what what was the one that had the? Uh, I want to say it was Coven. Yeah, it was Coven. Um, that everybody seems to love. It's like the the newfound version of the craft, and everybody is like, "Oh, I want that, and I want to be a witch." Which cool, if if that led you here. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of these practices aren't like things that you see in American Horror Story Coven. But I do understand that that's that's what kind of popularized it recently. Um, but the reason why I don't teach it is, uh, I don't know if y'all have noticed, um, 
you know, through social media and things like that. And, you know, me generally talking about my, my lineage and my practices and all of that fun stuff. But, uh, I'm a white people <laughs> and I, I firmly believe in staying in my lane. Um, these practices stem from atrocities that my forefathers may have participated in. While it's not my guilt to bear because I personally didn't contribute to these acts, it would become my guilt to bear if I personally benefited from them when I have no right. So we got to understand that the transatlantic, the transatlantic slave trade happened at the hands of white people. And we can get into the debate of, you know, it was, it was the Africans that sold off their people and blah, 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 blah. I get that. Um, but the, the hammering down of the Christian belief system and the continuance of, of slavery is something that is definitely on the hands of people that share my lineage. And for me to directly benefit from that in any way possible without permission is, is not okay. It, it goes against my personal moral code. Um, it's, it's just, I, I can't, <laughs> um, in regards to indigenous practices, um, like powwows. And I, I firmly believe, and I, I hate to say this guys, but I firmly believe that a lot of you don't understand what powwows are. Um, it's, it's not like a gathering where we all sing and dance and have fun. Um, it is very ritualistic and they are very specific depending on tribe. Um, shamanistic practices as well. Like being a shaman isn't just about connecting with the earth. Shamanism is, you know, the shamans were the medicine people of these tribes. It is a very sacred thing to indigenous people. And, um, I, I personally don't use my lineage as a means to demand information and practices that are culturally and religiously significant to my tribe. Um, I know a lot of us who are in the States do have indigenous blood in us, and we're constantly in this fight of percentages. Like, oh, well, you know, I'm 16% Cherokee, or I'm I'm 80% I'm 80 this one, or I'm 2% this one, and I have a right because I have a drop of that blood. I, I'm not going to do that. Um, I wasn't raised in my tribe. Um, my, my paternal grandmother is very native. <laughs> um, but I, I wasn't raised in my tribe. Um, and I don't personally contribute to my tribe in any negative or positive way. Um, so I don't believe those practices belong to me simply based on blood percentages. I don't pay a lot of attention to my blood percentage. I'm really bad at math. I'm not going to sit here and go, well, you know, I'm X percent Choctaw. So I have a right to these practices and I have the right to be a teacher on these practices. And, you know, I, I don't have any rights to, to the indigenous tribes that are a part of my lineage because I, I'm not, I'm not a part of that tribe. Um, I am by blood part of that tribe, but I'm, you know, I'm not part of it. Um, a lot of these practices are passed down from word of mouth and notes kept by notes kept by elders in the traditions. Um, as I've continuously said throughout this episode, um, I am not an elder, nor am I an expert. Um, there are so many resources available out there that are from elders and very respectable leaders in these practices that are willing to teach people who wish to learn with respect to the history of these traditions. I'm not one of them. Um, we, we really need to understand as, as a collective base of witches about 
appropriation. I understand that a huge amount of us are, are white people. Um, I'm not using that as a derogatory term. Of course, I am a white people. Um, but we, we really need to understand that we cannot take from these practices with, without understanding their roots. We, we need to step back. We need to do our research. We need to understand where these things are coming from so that we can appreciate them without appropriating them. That is the main difference between appreciation and appropriation, and that is respect. And a lot of us aren't respecting that. A lot of us just simply go, this is my tradition, this is how I'm going to do it, and if you question it, I'm going to become defensive and I'm going to be hateful, and that's not something that we need to do. If you are using Native American practices, you need to respect those Native American practices. If you are using Hoodoo, Voodoo, Santeria, Ozark Witchcraft, Appalachian Witchcraft, whatever it is, you need to understand those roots. You need to understand that a lot of these practices come from absolute treachery. But at the same time, using these practices as a weapon whenever you're going against some things is not going to be the way to go. You can't, you can't be initiated into, into any of these practices and then go, you know, white people did this and it's a problem. Or, you know, um, I'm going to be mad about this aspect or the other and I'm going to be mad about this. And um, especially with Christianity, I mean, I'll, I'll always go back to that. We got to stop with the Christian bashing guys. Um but we, we can't accept these traditions and then use that as a weapon against the people that still follow some of the baselines of these things. We, we can't go, you know, I'm, I'm going to practice this and then I'm going to attack Christians whenever it's a very vital part of that faith. We can't take, you know, voodoo and then actively get mad at, you know, the Catholics <laughs> for anything that they did. You can't, you can't take any faith and use it as a weapon and still have it be valid in any way. Um, we we kind of need to break that cycle, but I understand that I'm rambling here. It is a ramble cast. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm sorry, guys, but I, I'm really not going to touch up on these subjects anytime in the future. If I can get an expert on any of this, I will definitely try to do that. Um, I have been working on trying to reach out a little bit more to a lot of, you know, leaders in these traditions, um, but I'm still recovering from the holidays. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not, it is definitely not my place. Um, I would love to teach you all the things that I possibly can, and I will do everything that I possibly can to teach what I know, but those are things that not only do I not know, but again, they're not my place. So as usual, thank you for listening in today. I know it was a, it was probably a little all over the place. Um, you know, life happens. But I'm, I'm going to try to add a little more ramble casts in the future because I do understand that it does have that human element and it's it's a lot less work on me because <laughs> I do have to type up anywhere between like 10 and 13 pages for, you know, a, a 10 minute podcast usually. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, I am going to be releasing my Patreon today, if you guys want to hop on that boat. Um, 
what I'll probably be doing is if you do subscribe to the Patreon and you do get involved in the Discord that will be available to it, um, I will be providing my notes, my scripts, stuff like that. Um, probably MP3 files of the episodes as well, because hey, why not? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to try to get as many goodies to, to everybody as possible if you do decide to donate. Um, Y'all are amazing. Thank you for being so patient with me all the time. Um, I know I haven't plugged it in a while, but if you do want to join the group that we have on Facebook, it is called The Witch's Broom. Um, you can just click the little group button on on our page, and it will send you there. You will have to fig- fill out a questionnaire just to make sure that you're not going to come in and be a butthole. Please don't be a butthole. <laughs> I don't tolerate buttholes very well. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, there's really not much to, to go on this week. Um, if you have any suggestions for anything you would like to hear in the future, please feel free to reach out. Um, if you need any resources or anything like that, let me know. Um, I'm always here to help. But, as usual, be kind, be brave, be unstoppable. I'll see you next time. <laughs>